0: Welcome back. Welcome in to the Lionshare Share Podcast. AFC-NFC Championship weekend is upon us. In just a few short days, we'll know who the Super Bowl teams will be. We've got the Bengals and we've got the Chiefs. We've got the 49ers and the Eagles. And we'll talk about those two matchups at great length in just a minute. But first, as great as these matchups are this weekend... I miss the Lions. How good would it be for the Lions to be in the conversation next year at this time? Oh, haven't won a NFC NFC North championship division title. Looking over at my new wall art since it was called the NFC Central back in 1993. So it is high time for the Lions to be back on the relevancy train. And that includes the playoffs and champions of the NFC North. That's the expectation.
1: And that's what's going to change from previous years to this year. We're already expected to to win the NFC North. We're expected to then make the playoffs. And we're expected to win playoff games.
0: Yeah. Do you see the Super Bowl odds that came out?
1: I did see them. You want to hit the shareholders?
0: Yeah, of course, these are very early. These are the opening odds from DraftKings, I believe. Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Bengals, Eagles are your top five. Uh, Chiefs with the best at plus 550, but the Bills tied at plus 550. But if you go down just a little bit further down that list, you've got the Lions in 10th place at plus 3,500. So folks in the betting markets out there, go ahead and place your bets if you think those are good odds. Um, I think it's a little bit crazy for them to be ranked 10th. They are tied for 10th, so they're tied with a couple other teams. So it's, it's a it's a asterisk situation, but I was a little bit surprised. I know a lot of the year end rankings, power rankings had the lines anywhere from seventh to, I don't know, 14th. Uh, So on the high end, um, in the top 10, which is crazy just by how the season went. Um, but I think maybe an opportunity to be grounded with the guys here. Um, and maybe let's, let's quell all those quell. Is that a word? Let's, um, st- I don't know where am I going with this. What's that word that starts with a Q? Andrew is quell a word? Q when you're <laughs> when you're trying to when you're trying to yeah quell to put an end to typically by use of force. Well, I didn't want it to be that extreme, but I don't know. Do you 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 and I are both active on Twitter as far as lurking and reading articles and seeing what's the buzz is right from the Lions um, blogs and such. Do you think expectations are too high for next year?
1: Um, I don't know if you'd call them too high. Um, they're definitely attainable, so I, I would say an attainable goal is not too high. Um, but if you start slow next year, you're going to start feeling the pressure from the media, and we're just going to be, I'm not going to say it, but that's what the media will start going to. And uh, I'm not ready to take step back steps backwards again.
0: Yeah, it makes me look forward to our late August episode, like we did this first season of the Lion's Share podcast, in that we, you know, made the predictions for the year, and the results were right on target. So I think you and I have one of the best barometers in this circle.
1: I I hope so. Um, like we've said a few, a few times. I think Brad Holmes is listening <laughs> in on this. Um, And I'm just excited to see where this draft, this offseason, and uh, the next season is going to take us. I think we got big things in the Lions' future.
0: It's a very exciting time. The most exciting time it's been in a long, long time. And I tell you what, Andrew, next season we've got one thing that we know for sure. Ford Field and the Allen Park practice facility will have new field turf. So safer fields, hashtag safer fields. Hopefully, this turf is a step above the, the turf that was in prior to this one.
1: We'll have new turf. The Lions will have a new uniform as well. I believe they put in for a new alternate the other day. I saw, Is I that this we're season? Gonna, I think it's for our next season.
0: Okay. I'm going to have to so, get a confirmation on that. So we
1: may have new jerseys coming, and who's to Don't say if us. they're not going to change these end zones on us and uh, – I mean, we could get some cool looking... I mean, when you start selling out the house like they did this season, and uh, it's time to reward the fans with uh, some cool stuff in Ford Field. Some cool aesthetics. I'm hoping we get some chrome silver face masks going on at some point in there.
0: Oh, so you want to go full retro like the the 90s, right?
1: I don't know if I want to go full retro. I want to like the futuristic vibe.
0: Okay, so some elements of the 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 past though, with the gray face well, mask.
1: No no no, uh, silver, bright silver.
0: I'm sorry, sorry, that's thank you for silver. correcting me. Um, what if they take the WCF that's on the sleeve? You know, William Clay Ford that that they have on there. Um, if they take that off, I don't think the Fords would ever do this. But what if they take that off and uh, put grit there instead? i don't think we'll see that
1: we will probably see it incorporated on the helmet Um, maybe you know on the on the bottom closest to the nape of the neck there you get that people use that space for causes every so often we might see grit as a permanent fixture or as a helmet sticker decal a permanent fixture on the helmet i'd love for them to go all out with the grit look and uh No names on the back of the jerseys.
0: Oh. Just grit. Would the NFL allow such a thing? (laughs) Roger? I don't know. He might not. They're all about branding. They're all about Rod Wood. Rod Wood in the front office, too, is all about selling jerseys, too. So I think that would be of importance. I think he'd get the old X name from him.
1: I think if you get the team wearing grit jerseys, I don't think you see a single Lions fan in Ford Field without one of those jerseys on.
0: Oh, hell no.
1: A lot of I people mean, like to
0: throw the throwback jerseys, but yeah.
1: It's going to be a full like Honolulu blue wave in there.
0: Yeah, the the Ford Field had some nice waves this year.
1: I they distracted Dan Campbell, clearly. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think you got to catch a game next year. Oh, I've really talked about it. I'm not, a, Mr. I'm not Unlimited. a live
1: game guy. Um, I don't know about any of the shareholders what their thoughts are. I'm not. I don't like watching live football. It's
0: you got to do, do it for the shareholders. Do it for them. But
1: I would love, love,
0: love to go see Dan Campbell in the flesh. We could go viral by you just hanging out after the game, not leaving your seat, and record the podcast from your very seat. I'd record it while I'm
1: trying to get high fives These guys are going off the field.
0: Oh, you're going to be that close.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm running down there to get high fives. (laughs) That's a no doubter.
0: Autographs before the game too.
1: Uh, at least seeing Kirby Kirby Joseph's backflip.
0: Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Although dangerous.
1: He's got to cool it, but it is cool.
0: Who would you get? Who would your first autograph be that you'd want? Mm.
1: Hutch is going to be up there I know I wouldn't have to get Rodrigo's autograph Because the Lady Lion would have it Wow Those are some nice eye blacks You got an I Heart Lions football In emojis
0: mm-hmm. It's from wow. training camp a couple years ago
1: You know they screwed up They got they need, they need have the I as a letter They need the I as an emoji To complete the
0: set oh, I don't know That might be too far that might be too much of a of a reach for that. Um, I don't know. That was man, the, that was the Patricia era, so kind of want to burn it.
1: They did one thing right, I guess. It,
0: so you, I showed you the wall. Or I don't know if you read it, but um, or I think I told you right the last time they won it. So I don't. I'm not going to hit you with the trivia. When's the last time they won the NFC Central as they were calling? Ninety
1: three.
0: Yep, you got it. You already said yes, that on you, this podcast. I did.
1: Yeah, right, right at the top.
0: Yeah, I said I said they haven't won one since it was called the NFC Central. I don't think I said it the year, though, did I? Uh, I'm going to have to check the tape on that one. Tommy, please give me a transcript. Um, you said it, Hutchinson, vote for Hutch. We did confirm that date of the NFL honors. It's February 9th. That mean, I think closing of the polls of the voting for that, I think, is the, the third or the second. So you got to get your votes in by then, by the end of next weekend. Um, And then the Thursday before the Super Bowl, that's when it all goes down. Speaking of the NFL honors, Dan Campbell got straight robbed on Coach of the Year nomination. Um, I know we talked about it. You know, Dayball, with everything he did this year, we kind of feel like he's the guy for that. Um, So, you know, we're okay taking a backseat. Dan not getting the full-on victory for that. But for him not even to be nominated um, out of the five, there was Sirianni, McDermott, um, Doug Peterson, Dayball, and I'm um, thinking there's, oh, uh, yeah, uh, Kyle Shanahan. So that was your five. I think, uh, I think if the Jaguars wouldn't have made the playoffs, Dan would have made the bump over Doug. But because of the fact that Doug got him in the playoffs and got him a, a win, then they're like, okay, we're going to give him the bump. But I still think Dan should be on that list. That's... I don't think he necessarily is the top coach of the year. I think there's several good candidates. He's probably two or three in my book. Um, But crazy that he didn't even get on the nominations. But you know what? I'm okay with that. We won
1: so many awards uh, as a team, as individuals on that team. I shouldn't say we because I'm part of none of that. Um, The Lions as a team and individuals on the team won several awards the FedEx air and ground players to rookies of the week to Aiden being nominated for defensive rookie of the year um a lot of a lot of good things came out of this season I'm I'm okay with it and I know Dan's okay with it um I don't know if you've noticed the Twitter waves though the players are not okay with it and I honestly love that cannon fodder for for the locker room it is going to be a driving force. Okay? Just a slight mishap. Just things foul.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, I don't want another situation there um, in that apartment's Kind of uh, cursed at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw several of the Lions, uh, you know, team members upset about that. And that's great. Like you said, cannon fodder. Just more fuel. Yet another chip on the old shoulder. I'm okay with that in my book. Let's keep. Let's give something to build on for next year. Make that the goal, right? Now it's we got goals. Goal. Up, got goal and out. Up, up and away. Another coach. I know you flashed it to me as I was opening the show, but the offensive coordinator Ben Johnson up for assistant of the year. I hand up for me. I didn't know that there was an assistant of the year award. I'll be honest. I'd never heard of it.
1: Uh well I'll I'll raise my hand in solidarity brother um I don't even know the other nominees uh
0: I I I remember that graphic that they created um and I can't remember because I think there's is three total and he's one of them um are you looking it up okay I'm gonna try to guess who because it, it's defensive and offensive right it's not just one I think right it's it's assistant of the year. And Ben's Uh, probably going to win that. I would imagine he wins this one. Um, But I'm trying to think of other offensive assistants or defensive assistants. That's kind of tough. D'Amico Ryans, I think, is one of
1: them. It's
0: D'Amico Ryans of the the 49ers. And then who would the third one be? Uh, It's going
1: to be from Philadelphia.
0: Uh, It's Philly's D coordinator.
1: Their offensive coordinator, Shane Station.
0: But uh, D'Amico Ryan's the other one, yes, sir. Yes, at least I got one of them. Two I'm, out of three I'm ain't
1: surprised bad. Uh, uh, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Dan Quinn uh, wasn't nominated as uh, for our, uh, for defensive coordinator uh, out of Dallas. That defense was dominant. They did fail, obviously, on a spectacular stage, but. Almost, I mean, throughout the year, in which I thought the voting was regular season, um, that that defense was stout almost all year long. So, that's one you'd like to see there.
0: I guess it's just unfair to have Micah Parsons on your defense. He's just the cheat code. So not Some would say it's unfair bumps. to
1: have Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady.
0: That's also true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where Tom Brady calls, falls into this.
1: Well, he's got a lot of Super Bowls, so, you know. Okay. Bill I thought you made the Jalen Hurts need, deserve as much credit is kind of where I was
0: going. Oh, of course, of course. I thought you were making the comment because Jalen Hurts because of their Phillies OC.
1: Well, that's why. But you know, you got to throw oh. Tommy into the race. Tommy spoils everything because he's better than everyone.
0: Our Tommy or the other Tommy? There's oh, only one Tommy. Oh, Tommy. This is the Tommy. Tommy, There's the There's Tommy. <laughs> Tommy Goat. <laughs> Tommy. Speaking of Tom Brady, Tom Brady to the Lions. Um, PFT Pro Football Talk, the actual PFT, uh, put that article out. Not nobody's buying it, and myself included. Um, nor I wouldn't want Tom Brady, uh, and I, I don't. We don't. We both on the same page. We don't really want Jalen Ramsey, and I sure as hell don't want Lamar Jackson. I know you and White have a different opinion there, but uh, I just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm here for all the 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 free agency um, rumor mill though. That's always fun. I
1: I would take Tom Brady for a year. For one year I'd take the Tom Brady experiment. Next year I would love it. I think Jared Goff would be honored to sit behind uh Tom Bra- or yeah, to sit behind Tom Brady as a backup. Um he's got a lot of weapons and a decent offensive line, man. The defense or offensive line. The defense just has to hold up. Tommy Tommy B could win us a Super Bowl.
0: If it got a Super Bowl, I'd be okay with it. Of course, that's revisionist history, so you can't really do that. Um I just I don't know. I don't I don't I think he's become Tom Brady's becoming a diva. There I said it. Wow, he is not a
1: wide receiver. He's not asking for zillions of dollars. The man just got divorced. He lost half his income. He had a bad investment in the uh, uh Bitcoin s- uh FTX yeah, the currency. Um He's gotta get some money, man. He's gotta play the market. I good on him, and the Lions got a lot of wiggle room. I think I'm a little um lower on Lamar Jackson than I was throughout the year. Fair. It's just a man as, as his own agent just frightens me.
0: Well I don't even know who um Tom Brady's agent would be, but I just he's he he doesn't he doesn't practice. He doesn't go to mini camp he doesn't go to training camp obviously he's resting for regular season doesn't play I don't think doesn't play ta- in the preseason do you know, think man.
1: that's a guy that fits in with a Dan Campbell team
0: uh more so than more so than most yeah he would
1: i think ta- i think dan would understand
0: um i'm seeing oh wait no this is from last year psych uh, i was trying to look up if cuz I, I don't know if you recall the line of if lamar jackson doesn't play in the playoff game versus the Bengals – but then he goes forward and plays in the Pro Bowl. That's just disappointing. And then I would say I, didn't, I definitely didn't. I definitely don't want him if that's the case. I'm already on the bandwagon or the boat of not wanting him. But that would seal the deal for me. Um, so I googled it and I saw an article from last year that he sat out last year's Pro Bowl. So, um, whatever, we'll see. Um, I, I here's a quarterback that I would take though. Cooper Rush, I would take him. As a backup behind Jared Goff, no better backup option out there on the market right now. Cooper Rush will be um, testing the waters. It sounds like he's kind of saying a whole lot of nothing right now. He could go back to the Cowboys. They've also got Will Greer um, in in that quarterback room. So the younger quarterback, they might go with a Will Greer over him. A little bit more of a higher ceiling definitely with Will Greer than there is Cooper Rush. Kind of know what you got with Cooper Rush, Mr. Conservative. I'm not going to turn the ball over, but not going to light it up either. Uh, but a, a stout backup nonetheless, and I don't know. Do you think Cooper Rush lands a job as a backup, or do you think somebody goes and out goes out and tries to get him as a starter? I was trying to uh, put all
1: the teams together that still need a starter and that, that think Cooper Rush is a viable starter long-term for their team. I think he's great as a backup. I think that's his home. We said it when he when he paid his dues and got that Dallas team through Dak's injury that he's going to get paid well to be a backup, but we didn't think he was a starter then. I still don't, um, but I would gladly take him to the Lions to be a backup over Nate Sudfield, no doubter.
0: Oh, way better than great than Nate. Yeah, Nate the Great. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking ahead here to the Washington Commanders. I know they already committed to Sam Howell or verbally committed to him next season, but that just seems like a place where Cooper Rush could go play football. And somebody has got to take a risk if they're going to make him the starter. I think that's, you, you you just don't quite have enough detail on Cooper Rush to make him a starter. I think he is worthy of it, of the risk. However, the top teams that need quarterbacks, you know, we talked about them, the Texans, the Colts, the Raiders, uh, unless they get in the Brady or Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, the Jets. Um, but the Texans and the Colts likely going to take their quarterbacks in the uh, in the draft. So and they because they've got the early picks, right? Um, there's one more team I'm trying to who who am I missing that I'm trying to think of? Um, that needs a quarterback that's possibly kind of Green pick.
1: Bay, not them. Uh yeah, Seattle's. Oh, got that would Gino. be an interesting
0: one. Um, Atlanta, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, gosh, I thought there was one other team that I was thinking of in the top ten that was gonna take a quarterback, but um, it really depends on if Seattle drafts a or uh re resigns Geno uh but there's a lot of teams out there uh Tampa Bay is gonna be looking for a quarterback, right if, I mean uh, unless me yeah, I, I just don't see him going back. so I think Tampa Bay's on that list for sure too. um <laughs> this is a joke but not a joke Minnesota. okay
1: if you want jokes but not a joke dallas
0: yeah (laughs) so so maybe no dallas would never bring back cooper rush as the starter after what they paid dak right
1: not after what they paid dak but i think the fans wouldn't hate it
0: i think you brought up the fact of green bay if aaron leaves um that just seems like the perfect fit for Cooper Rush. I could see a head though.
1: quarterback there.
0: Well, and mix him back up with uh, or match him back up with a guy from Michigan as well with Mike LaFleur or Matt LaFleur.
1: That's right. Yeah, there, There's your connection.
0: And they both have connections to CMU as well. I'm Matt, ready to fire up. Matt was an assistant way back in the day with Robert Sala. There's a name too. So Robert Sala over in New York. CMU, CMU. The fire-up chips are all over the board.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and the offseason
0: will have to really break that down as far as who we think will do like a fun game of where quarterbacks are going to land. Because there's there's a couple teams. uh, There's more than a couple teams. Houston, Indy, possibly Seattle, but probably not. They'll probably take Geno back. Uh, The Raiders, Atlanta, Falcons, Carolina Panthers. New Orleans, you could... Shoot, you could throw them on the list. I know Jameis is there and Andy is there. But really, who, who's your real option there? The Jets, of course. Um, Green Bay, if if Aaron leaves. Commanders, uh, unless you really are committed to Sam Howell, that's an open spot. Uh, Tampa Bay, if Tom leaves. And uh, from there, everybody's pretty much got a quarterback. Baltimore, you could put on that list if Lamar leaves. Um, but I, I just don't see that happening either. I think he'll get tagged and... The way Huntley played, I feel like they'll probably lean on him, um, and then from there, everybody's got quarterbacks for the most part. Uh, Minnesota, Jacksonville Giants, Dallas, Buffalo, Chicago—not Chicago, Cincinnati. Well, Chicago, yeah, um, with Fields. Um, San Francisco leaning on Brock Purdy. Chiefs, Eagles, Dallas. Uh, I guess you got to stick with Dak, but I'm getting out of uh, out of uh, out of hand here. But I, I think. Uh, I think there's a team out there that maybe would take a risk on Cooper Rush. He's getting a lot of love from Skip Bayless, that's for sure.
1: If Seattle's willing to give Geno another chance at this, I think teams would give Cooper a first chance.
0: Well, right. If he had one more season under his belt like with a team, maybe not the Dallas Cowboys in the situation that he had, just leaning on the defense, I think no doubt that a team would pay him or get him as a starter. However... There's, I think there's just a lack of in, intel still. Um, yeah,
1: and that's Mac more Gina, that's more Cooper Rush talk than anybody <laughs> will hear probably in the next click, twenty years.
0: Everybody's <laughs> clicking off. Um, Bill O'Brien back with the Patriots, yep. reunited with Mac Jones from Alabama. Sorry, Matt Patricia, but uh, you're getting the demotion. Uh, maybe even off the coaching staff, maybe moving back on the other side of the ball. Andrew had a fun factoid about this, though, that the fact that Matt Patricia was still getting paid by the Lions and the Patriots had a sneaky situation where they were playing chess, not checkers, right? Where they they, they, they strategically named him offensive assistant or assistant to the head coach and not offensive coordinator. And by virtue of that, they didn't have to pay him. Or didn't have to pay him OC money, and then the Lions still had to pay him because technically, he didn't take another job of similar stature or something along those lines. I'm sure the contract they read the contract and had a wordsmith off legalese off with the the writing of their contract. Typical Patriots.
1: He actually just a new um, article out yesterday. Uh, he's finally off the Lions payroll.
0: Yes. Thank God. Yeah, because I think they gave him five years.
1: Correct. It's in 2018. And
0: yeah. So, well, that was stupid, wasn't here's it? A- that's the old, that's the old Martha Martha deal, right there.
1: Yeah. Here's a headline for you: Patriots may have only wanted Matt Patricia because Lions were paying his salary.
0: <laughs> Probably. As sad <laughs> as that is, sad but true. Category of the day, right there. Ugly. Uh, the old Bob Quinn, Martha Ford, Martha Firestone Ford. Uh, what were they doing in those deals? Shaking, God. shaking my damn head. Last bit of filler news from the NFL: Aaron Rodgers to the AFC? Question mark. Jets, Colts, Raiders. They said if the the Packers want to get rid of him, they wouldn't trade him to the NFC. They trade him to the AFC. So, or or ship him out to the AFC something it's fine to discuss. By me. Fine by me. I think I think we saw the last of him in Green Bay. Good. I don't Good. Think he's coming back. We ruined him. Seriously. Kirby owns him. Um, <laughs> NFL rights deal. Yes. NFL rights deals have changed for the TV packages. A couple changes to look forward to next season. Monday Night Football is going to have a flex option next year. And that means it'll get the same... Um, treatment that Sunday night football gets Sunday night football can look at the schedule and flex certain games of mo- better, um, better opportunity. Like they did the lions Packers. Uh, they have that um, going for them, where They can move things from other time slots and move them into their slot. Monday night football will get that same opportunity next year. So some games may move from Sundays to Mondays. So be prepared for that in your fantasy matchups, be prepared for that in your fandom. Because your team might be playing from Sunday at 1 p.m. and they might move it to Monday at eight. Did they change what weeks they are uh, allowed to flex games? Because I think before it was
1: like didn't start to week eleven
0: or fourteen or week or thirteen or fourteen. I believe. I think they okay, might have. So they... I, I think they made it one week earlier. This this okay. window will be one week earlier. So I think it's going cool. from week fourteen to week thirteen. I think that's okay. what's happening. There we go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, And Fox and CBS will no longer have conference affiliations. Uh, Right now, as it stands, CBS and Fox kind of get the CBS gets AFC and Fox gets NFC based on who's playing. So if it's an NFC, NFC, Fox almost always carries it or always does CBS always gets AFC versus AFC. And then when AFC plays NFC, the home AFC team gets CBS, the the away C, I don't know, something like that. Don't even worry about it because next season it's all going to change. So going forward, you're not going to have that affiliation with the, the networks. It'll be CBS will get all the matchups and Fox will get all the matchups, and they'll get them in a big pool, and then they they select from there. I don't know how they do it. Maybe a snake draft. Not sure how they determine who gets what game <laughs> out from there. Also, um, in the in the department of who cares, but I care. Um, Monday Night Football will get a divisional matchup in the playoffs next year. So or ESPN will get a Monday, uh, a matchup in the divisional round. So I don't think that means there'll be a Monday night game, but uh, they just get thrown in the in the mix. And also, NBC will get another game. So that just means Mike Tirico, or that just means um, more Tony Dungy on those airwaves, and nobody wants that.
1: Crickets is what's going to be on those airwaves.
0: Uh, well, we're going to have some great matchups this weekend. Let's move forward to the championship talk. Andrew, 3-1 and one last week. Me, 3-1 and one last week. Andrew, 8-2 overall. Me, 7-3 and three overall. We did a pay point system. Andrew has 8 points. I have 6 points. This week will be worth more. And then, of course, we'll have the Super Bowl in a couple weeks. Um, flashback to last week real quick. I think if we would have known, Andrew, that the Bengals were going to wear all white in the snow, I think we would have been on a completely different path with that game.
1: I don't know, man. I've I watched the game. I've seen pictures. I don't think it was that hard to see players.
0: If I would have known that, I would have taken the Bengals 100.
1: I do love, I do love the fact that they did go all whites. I don't know if they declared that like well in advance of this game, but I mean, three dimensional
0: chess move. Absolutely. And I don't know what they can wear next week. I don't know if they can wear or this week. I guess. I don't know if they can wear back-to-back whites or not.
1: Yeah, it depends on if they're considered the home or away team, I suppose.
0: Oh, they're the away team. Better believe it. They're wearing that chip.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because if the Bills won, it would have been a neutral site. But it's in Arrowhead. Um, so let's talk uh-oh. about the other matchup. For, uh-oh. breaking Through
1: the wire. Just got a picture sent to me from the Lady Lion. It's Malcolm Rodriguez's birthday? Today? And he's with his girlfriend. Very nice.
0: They're out to dinner or what?
1: Oh, yeah. They're, uh, they look like they're, um, getting some sush. Nice. Okay.
0: Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Probably in, uh, the suburbs of Detroit, I would imagine. She's got a really nice, um, necklace on. Okay.
1: Well, son. Hashtag,
0: hashtag daddy bought it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, please send it. Don't leave us hanging out here with the uh, intel that you're providing. Uh, it's The NFC matchup we've got... Oh, it just came through, folks. Just came through. Uh, okay. Oh. He's gotten... He's gotten... Um, that mustache, mustache is looking thicker. Thick! That's more thick than I realized. Um, she, too, is looking thick. Um... How old would he be, 23, 24? I don't know. What are we talking about? Let's talk about the Eagles versus the 49ers. Hold on, it's though. Does she
1: call him Kenny?
0: Why, why would she call him her,
1: She ends the caption with, here's to more adventures ahead, Kenny.
0: <laughs> that must be her nope. other boyfriend. Kenny Galladay? Oh,
1: wait. No, wait, wait. I got this all wrong. It's not
0: Malcolm's birthday. It's her birthday. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's Malcolm's post. I'm realizing the same thing. Yeah, that's Malcolm <laughs> that's posting that. <laughs> it's take, take everything we said about Malcolm Rodriguez and his happy birthday away. Cut it. Cut it all. Oh, my God. Happy birthday to this incredible girl who makes me laugh and smile each and every day. I am so grateful and lucky to have you in my life. Here's to more Adventures Ahead Kenny heart emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that makes a lot more sense doesn't it I thought oh, we were talking sure about knows. Kenny Galladay for a minute I thought I was going to swipe right and see more more than I bit <laughs> off more, more than I could whoa, whoa. bit off more than I could chew there and I think you and I both did um, you can tell Andrew doesn't Dang. use Instagram because he sent me a screenshot of Instagram and I know he's not on Instagram it. <laughs> and I know you don't have an iPhone either because I can tell this is an iPhone it looks like was on the phone, too. I mean, the Lady Lions on the phone.
1: There you go. Don't be going doxing people.
0: (laughs) All right. Where were we? Eagles 49ers. Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. I don't know if you saw this, Andrew, but the last time they met was in college. Jalen at OU. Brock at Iowa State. Big 12 battle. You can imagine that there were a lot of points, a lot of yards. It was 42-41. Jalen got the best of Brock. Um, Jalen had five touchdowns. Uh through the air and on the ground, and Brock had six through the air and on the ground um and they combined four I think both teams had over four hundred plus I think uh one of them had over five hundred plus yards. that's just a typical day uh between two big twelve teams. That's what it always seems to be like um but yeah it's it's weird to think like uh, oh yeah, Brock Purdy was playing in that game, and no, nobody really knew who he was um and still okay. people out there learning who he was. Two young quarterbacks fighting it off. You know, we talked about it last week. Dak was the oldest of the four. Um well he's gone now, or of the of the of the eight last week. He's the oldest. Um and now we're down to four. So he's he's out. Um so now I think Mahomes is the oldest. That was that's my not guess. Unless
1: he's just young. Unless he came to the NFL very young. That was my guess. Um my goodness, it's hard to hard to believe that. Pat Mahomes would be the oldest quarterback out of this bunch here,
0: and they're all younger than us because I think Mahomes is 27. I think Burrow's like 25, 20, 24, 25 or 26. Jalen's probably 25. Brock's 23. I know that one for sure. It's crazy, crazy that the the NFL has got a whole new class of quarterbacks. Um, and Mahomes, Mahomes is is has been in these situations before. Uh, he was he was in it. His first one was like, you know. Four or five years ago, and he was in one, which is crazy. And um, here that, we are as from a 22 year old. Back to back. It's so much fun to watch these two. I wish Patrick was in better condition. Um, let's talk about the NFC side first. Eagles, 49ers. Um, it's, I don't want to call it a don't overthink it game, but it seems like almost that way where it's going to be the Eagles, right? Is right? that what you're doing? I'm not I'm not committing, yeah. I'm gonna w I am going to I want to hear it out from you.
1: Oh, we're testing the waters or tossing a pebble looking at the ripples. I don't know, man. Yep. You got Brock Purdy who's not very he doesn't inspire a lot of confidence for me, but who it does inspire confidence is Kyle Shanahan. And especially after seeing last week how he schemed Debo open. Um, you have Greg Kittle Kittle like leaking down the center of the field, just defense is losing him. Um, Like I said, Debo and those kind of jet sweeps, getting him the ball in the backfield instead of having to pass it to him. So you're eliminating the risk that Brock Purdy can put put on your team, and he's doing what Cooper needed to do, and it's facilitating. They've got so many good offensive playmakers, and if he gets in trouble, what's he do? He dumps it off to Christian McCaffrey. That's not too bad, right?
0: Yeah, and they're on a 12-game winning streak, right?
1: But on the other side, they are on a 12-game winning streak. It must end some point right.
0: And a lot of those were at home. I think they are now after last week. I think they're officially 9-1 and one on the year through um, through Levi's Stadium. Now, on the road, it's a little bit different scenario. It's a big travel. Coast-to-coast travel for them. It's going to be an earlier game for them than usual. And... Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I I think it's Eagles all the way here after their performance. Um, I think what it comes
1: down to. Oh, let's hear your butt.
0: Oh, you don't want to hear my butt. Um, I think it's just got a sneaky feeling towards it. That's all I was going to say is um, I just don't see a world where Brock Purdy and the 49ers are quite good enough for this stage. Just based on the fact that the Eagles are better on. The Eagles as a team are a better team. The 49ers have the better defense. The Eagles are just good on both sides of the ball. And uh, a great defense and a great offense. 49ers just are on another level in terms of defense. So I, I defense wins championships, but the Eagles have the benefit of having both sides of the ball freakishly good.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the Eagles' defense. Don't count them out. They are also very good, and that's what it was gonna come down to for me. Is it's can San Francisco's D contain Jalen Hurts running wise? If they can't contain him running, if he runs for two touchdowns, it's it's over, because he's just gonna. All that means is if he runs for two, that means he's just gashed him down the field, and now you have to cheat up to try and stop that, and that's when he hits you with the deep balls and beats you long to AJ. And um, if he can do that, then they can win this. So it's it's gonna be a very good matchup. We that's all we got left. There's four teams left. We, all we're gonna have is good matchups.
0: Oh, yeah, any of these teams can win the Super Bowl. We talked about it last episode. uh what's what's what what it comes down to me for the 49ers is you have to hold the the Eagles to under 23 points. If you can hold them under 23 points, you get a chance in this game. If they score 24 plus, it's the Eagles. That's what I'll put my that's my line in the sand. If you're if you're a 49ers fan or want them to win this game, um, this does hurt me a little bit because I the beginning of the playoffs I was kind of thinking the 49ers would come out on the NFC side, but then after what I saw from the Eagles, they just they just blew out the the, the Giants uh, and a whomping, as some would call it. So teams that whomp, will move on. So I'm going to take the Eagles.
1: Okay. I want to go devil's advocate on this and take Brock Birdie and the 49ers. Do it. I'm going to side with you, though. I think Jalen Hurts isn't containable for the 49ers linebackers, and I think he puts up numbies on him, and uh, he he might be a Super Bowl MVP.
0: Yeah, and maybe league MVP. Not quite. That's going to go to (laughs) Mahomes. What's crazy is – you know, like what would the 49ers be with an actual quarterback? Right. That's the question. I mean right? Brock, because... see, nothing nothing against Brock Purdy, but you you know, there's better options than him out there. And once again, Kyle Shanahan still brings him to the to the championship game.
1: Yeah, and once again, no no knock on Brock Purdy, but I get it he was drafted very late, hardly drafted at all. But you know, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't anything special either. Right. He's no, it's he's it. no silver dollar.
0: No, um, and Trey Lance certainly isn't either. Certainly they started isn't. the season with Trey Lance. Isn't that crazy to think back now? Like months ago, this team was led by Trey Lance, and then he gets hurt. Then Jimmy G gets hurt, and now we're talking about Brock Purdy in an NFC Championship. And
1: that's my point. That's why I almost, I almost want to take Kyle Shanahan in this, in that game. But um, yeah, I, I just don't see it.
0: Yeah, it's Gotta tough to. You. I would, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset either way though. I think either team wins this game, it's still gonna be a good Super Bowl. The Eagles are the more fun team. Uh, Eagles Chiefs would be a fun, fun matchup. Just prolific points all over the place. Um, AJ
1: Brown deep balls, Kelsey matchups.
0: Oh, it's it's a thing of beauty. So let's move to that game then. The Chiefs versus the Bengals, the later game, CBS game, six thirty Eastern. Bengals won this matchup in week 13, 27 to 24, but that was in Cincinnati. So this is different. this is an arrowhead. this is in Chiefs land. Um, and for me, obviously the Patrick Mahomes thing has me a little worried for the Chiefs here. Uh, you don't you just don't know full participant in practice though. Mahomes is back at practice full, fully participating in Wednesday's practice. Um, for me then it comes down to the Chiefs defense. If the Chiefs' defense can contain Burrow and ball out, um, it's a completely He's different He's not even
1: in a walking boot.
0: Not even in a walking boot. Nor nor, nor would you expect him to be. It's Patrick Mahomes we're talking about. Patrick Jeez. Mahims. Patrick Mahims, <laughs> did you catch that one? I did. Four Hims, man. I get it. You're all about it. So, what do you think about this matchup? Do you think um, you're leading <sighs> one way over the other? It's a tough one. Another
1: tough one. Um, Normally, I'm going to take the Chiefs 100%, but exactly what you're saying. Pat Mahomes, the injury, I think they might be kind of downplaying it. But the way the Bengals played last week, they played so angry. If they can continue to play an angry brand of football like they did last week, I don't know if it was just like the revenge factor at the Bills. That made them play angry, but they were on a whole nother level. That is a Super Bowl winning team, the way they played last week.
0: Right? I mean, come on. It's, it's hard to pick against the Bengals here. It really is because of all those things. Mahomes, you just got a question mark over him. Even if he's good and feeling good, he's just not going to be 100% Patrick Mahomes. And that's that's kind of how they win their games is when he's on, right? You know? That's why they didn't win the last matchup against the Bengals. Patrick Mahomes only threw one touchdown. That's a rare form from him to only throw one touchdown and just not a a great day from him. And since he wins it by three, but that was in Cincinnati. So I think Patrick Mahomes is going to do just enough. We might even see some Chad Hadney sightings at times. And the the Chiefs are going to just workshop this one. Um, The Bengals have got the best of them too many times. It's kind of a legacy game that are people are painting this as from homes. The Bengals have had their back, uh, or had the best of them the last couple of matchups. So I think it's uh, it's well, I think it's Kansas City's time. Um, but we have not seen the last of these two matchups. Uh, this matchup for sure. Agreed. This is going to be a thing to come for years and years to come. Um, and I am perfectly okay with that because this is good football. I would say at least in the next five
1: years we're going to have nice matchups like this.
0: Um
1: I'm going to go with you on this one. I I think you you're, you swayed me. I also I'll add this. I think the shareholders will hate it, so I'll give a little bit extra. <laughs> um I think Frank Clark has 3 sacks in this game and that's and that's the difference maker.
0: That's what I said. The the defense it comes down to the defense. Exactly. The Chiefs defense can maintain this just so um and and Mahomes can be just enough. Yeah, I I easily see the Chiefs winning this. Um, but other side of the thing, I can also see the Bengals winning it. Um Frank Clark and um Chris Jones, absolute menace to society, especially when it comes to the playoffs. And them mic'd up, if they're mic'd up in this game, taking them hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Oh, I, I'm I'm giving her all NFL she's teams. got Captain. Don't worry, Captain, we'll buff out those scratches. We we'll get a million of them. Uh, so you're going to take the Chiefs. We're going to take the Chiefs. We're going to take the Eagles. That means we're talking about a Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl, which uh, that's my dream matchup. Uh, if you know, if it's the 49ers, if it's the Bengals, if it's any combination of those four teams, I'll be okay with it. But I think my dream scenario is Chiefs-Eagles, Andy Reid versus Nick Sirianni. That's just a great coaching matchup, and it's a revenge game for Andy Reid. His old team in the Super Bowl, nonetheless. In
1: the Super Bowl, nonetheless, and uh, selfishly, what I'm thinking of is a week from now. I could, we could, we could be discussing what kind of spread we're going to be looking at for a Super Bowl Sunday.
0: It's incredible, isn't it?
1: I mean, we're talking dips, we're talking drinks, we're talking main entrees, we're talking Wangs. desserts. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm excited to hear what the shareholders are going to have on their spread.
0: Those little weenie things.
1: Oh, yeah. Little cocktail weenies. Little meatballs.
0: Pigs in a blanket. Mm-hmm. A little jalapeno dip. Little oh. chips. Dips. A little like you said, I'm, re- I'm, just re- I'm just repeating things that you said now. Um, little pizza squares. Super Bowl squares. Get um, ready. A week from now. Betting markets brews, beers. Super Bowl Monday should be a, a holiday. I think we're all in agreement on that. Or just play it on a Saturday. Or just play it on a Saturday. That would fix it for everybody.
1: Super Bowl Saturday. I think we can make it work.
0: F, you kidding me? It's good. One one of these times, one of these times something's going to happen on a Sunday and they're going to be forced to move it to a Saturday and then they're going to go, oh, we should just do this every time. Every time kind of like the COVID pandemic changed a lot of things that we do in this world. And we go, you know what? Why are we doing it that way? That's, what's going to have to happen to the NFL with the moving it from Saturday or moving it to Saturday. they are going to have to have something drastic happen. And they're going to go, I know what? I think we're going to stick with this. This sounds a lot better. Some sort of scheduling conflict or major,
1: major turnaround.
0: Maybe a Taylor Swift concert on a Sunday. They got to move it to a Saturday.
1: I, an army like that is the only thing I think, <laughs> barring a natural disaster, an army of that caliber.
0: Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the float Let the bodies hit the... Oh, the bees? Yes. For the bass? The queen yes. bass? Yes. Is Beyonce still making music?
1: I don't know, man, but I think she's still got a big following.
0: She sure does. You know who else has a big following? Is Rihanna, and that's who's going to be on... Super Bowl Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. That gets me hype. I can tell you that for free. Um I don't know what she's gonna play because she hasn't made music in like six years. So um I guess it's just gonna be all the hits. It's gonna be like a cover band out there. She's just gonna play all the hits.
1: I I mean that's basically what they did last year is they made it a big house party, got all the buddies oh, man. come back, a
0: little reunion remember how, tour. Remember how thick fifty cent was looking? Fitty.
1: Very thick, doing them upside-down yes. sit-ups.
0: Oh, my uh, God. Uh. That was incredible in L.A. Dr. Trey they were Eminem. upset. He was invited. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't on the list. No, but Eminem said, I'm not doing it. Was it Missy Elliott? Who was the girl? Was it Missy Elliott? Or no, it was... Uh... I don't remember. Shit. All right, well... You know what I do remember is Jim Bob Cooter as the offensive coordinator. I've got a couple of things to close out the show. Who better to close out the show than Jim Bob Cooter? Getting a getting an opportunity to maybe be an offensive coordinator again in this league. Getting an interview for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers opening as OC. Um, I know when I saw this, I just had a PTSD of some of the play calls that he would run. Those seems like everything was a screen pass and third down runs. That's all I remember from Jim Bob Cooter's days. Good name though. That's all I have to say. And Andrew mentioned this. We talked about this on Sunday's episode. The Q collar—that's what those things are called. That's what Dalton Schultz was wearing. Um, we were trying to figure it out, and then the the madness of that game happened. Hope you hope you enjoyed that episode. By the way, that one was all over the place. I thought it was hilarious, but obviously, I'm a little biased. It's Q collar. It's a small, lightweight net type device applies a bit of, small bit of pressure to the wearer's internal jugular vein. Inside the plastic frame is a metal spring that keeps the collar in place. The idea is to increase blood flow surrounding the brain, so when there's impact, the blow is lessened, thus attempting to avoid cushion. concussions. This puts a kink on the hose, so the jugular is slower to drain, Dr. Julian Bale says. The kink fills with capillaries capillaries around the brain. Uh, around the brain with just a tablespoon of extra blood, stabilizing it almost like bubble wrap. So there's your little fun factoid to to take home with you, you shareholders that we love so dearly.
1: That seems like made up science.
0: Oh, remember the fightins? It's just like the fightings.
1: Oh my God. It's copper bracelets all over again.
0: It is. It really is. Um, we've got a list of eight players. Uh, seven players, I'm sorry, uh, who wear it. Three, three um, two of them on the Cowboys. Tony Pollard, Dalton Schultz, and then one on the Chargers. Panthers, Rams, Eagles, Seahawks. Eagles, uh, running back Boston Scott. Remember him? Might see him this weekend on the goal line. Mr. Shorty himself, Boston playing in Philadelphia. That's all I have to say. That's a cute call not a q-tip Q-color. it's q-collar it's real
1: cute uh i who knew what it was it looked like one of those uh bluetooth headphones you know that got the wires yes You got the weight down there it's exactly what they look like that's what it reminds me of yeah i feel like i had heard that they were a concussion thing before but you know it's you just kind of see it now and it's not all too odd or it's almost unnoticeable
0: commonplace
1: Exactly. Commonplace item now in the NFL. Um, But if they work, you know, anything to keep it down and keep player safety up.
0: If it's placebo, it's placebo. But, you know, hey, never hurts to try, right? With anything in life.
1: I mean, uh, there's only one one place where you're going to get accurate results, and it's in-game.
0: Fair enough. All right. Let's close this bitch out. What? Whoa. Whoa. Whopper, book, Whopper Junior, Whopper. <laughs> Tommy, send us out with the Whoppers theme song. Thank you to all the shareholders. We love you all so much. Rate us five stars. We love to support all year long. We're nearing the end of season one of the Lion Share, but as we said, we'll be back in the pre, in the postseason. We'll be um, providing episodes throughout the months, and uh, of course, around the draft and free agency mini camp, you name it. So stick with us. We love you. Maybe we'll bring some guests on Stick with us I don't know why I keep saying stick with us Whopper Whopper get me out of here Time.
1: Whopper, You're
0: Go Whopper Whopper, whopper junior double, double, this is the hey.